We're back. We are back. DVD Grooves just knocking episodes out of the park for you. Like you thought we never could or never would. We're back with a banger today. We mentioned it was just about that time to step inside of the world of grunge. And that's exactly what we're doing. Yep. Yep. We're... We're diving deep down into the one of the best band, best band, best grunge bands. We well, best band too. I mean, fuck, probably in my top ten all time if I was had a gun to my head. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely can't. Especially recently, they're they're more of a recent discovery for me. I think I only started listening to them probably May, Juneish. When I started really getting into the whole 90s scene, uh, now I'm uh, pretty deep. Pretty deep He's into it. so deep, man. Wayne is fucking... I love Wayne. Um, I mean, I've been pretty deep into the, the 90s scene for a while. The grunge, if you will. Um, fuck, I don't even know when I started... Like. I guess we both have a, a similar introduction with Alice, but not uh, we didn't get into them at the same time, but our first experience we were just talking about was the same. Yeah. Which was on fucking Rock Band. Rock yeah, Band 2, right? That's exactly Rock where Band I... 2. Man in the Box. That's exactly where the... Yeah, that was the first song I ever heard, and I didn't even realize I was singing Alice in yeah. until... Much later on, and I was like, holy fuck, I was actually singing those guys. Well, I had always, like, I, when I would, it's a game I would play with friends most of the time, and I would sing when the boys would play guitar or drums or what have you, and what a cool game, eh? Fucking, remember when we'd play that in your fucking room yeah. at your parents' place? I'd have to school? say that game probably helped me a lot musically, like, just learning shit. Maybe not so much the drums, because the drums on there is kind of... Yeah. Kind of next to impossible. Speaking of Man in the Box, yeah. right. here it is. But uh, I remember singing this thing, and I was like, fuck, that's so good. And I, was, I, I could hit the notes a little Just bit. Just before puberty, yeah. too, like rock hey! band. <laughs> but fucking Lane, man, he had a hell of a voice, and I didn't even know I was singing Lane. And now I fucking love Lane, and I love, I love hearing him. I love, like, I just fucking, what a great soul. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, my, like I said, our introduction was rock band, but it was in high school um, when I started listening to them more. They just, uh, like, obviously I knew Man in the Box, I liked Man in the Box, but the first album I listened to is uh, one that we'll be doing soon for sure, Dirt, which I think is one of the greatest albums of all time. And we have to Bar do flies too. We gotta do all like, of them at some yeah. point, right? But uh, and when when we finally get self-titled, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, look how long we waited on this one. Yeah. Well, I was lucky. I started, you know, really liking them in May, and then they released the uh, re-release this on vinyl. <coughs> Excuse me, I don't have COVID. <laughs> <laughs> well. uh... For me, it was rough because this album didn't get re-released. Um, we didn't get it in Canada till November or December. Yeah. 
now it's everywhere and yeah, everyone November has 13th, it. Yeah, the same as the ACDC album, actually. Yeah, but it, it was a little later coming into Canada, I yeah. thought. Yeah, just a little bit. But uh, I'd been listening to Alice in Chains for years and years and years. Um, I remember uh, my old man, he always had the, the Jar of Flies CD. And he's not even... He really likes this album and Dirt. Not a big fan of Jar of Flies. It's more acoustic. It's more soft. I get, but to me, uh, Jar of Flies oh, is always... Jar of Flies, never a bad time to listen to a Jar of Flies. Or Sap. I oh, love yeah. Sap, too. I love every album. I love honestly. it all. I've Since May, I've discovered so much Ain't new music uh, just through through listening and, you know, the 90s in general. I'm basically digging the hole into the 90s, and I'm finding new bands every fucking day. There was some good music that came out in the fucking 90s, okay? Well, I mean, there's there's the big bands that blew up, you know. They got uh, Nirvana, obviously, uh, Alice in Chains, Soundgarden, Pro Jam. Yeah. Um, but the bands that didn't get as big that are just as amazing, uh, Mother Love Bone, which has two members of Pearl Jam. Screaming Trees. Screaming Trees, Mud Honey, um, Tad. Like, uh, there, Tad also, who sang with Soundgarden, who no, is no longer with Chris. Chris had, uh, he took his own life. Um, but he played with Soundgarden at the Allison Chains Mopop that yeah, happened yeah, in December. Yeah, that was cool. That was so cool. I Out of all the, the points we were going to talk about for Alice, we forgot. Um, that was, that was. De- December 3rd? Yeah. I think it was the third. They were inducted to the Mopop uh, Early December Hall of Fame in Seattle. And it was so cool to see them uh, talk and play some tunes and have a bunch of people cover some of their hits. You know, this song, Man in the Box, it was covered by uh, uh, Corey Taylor sang it uh, from Slipknot. Uh, the guitar player was Dave Navarro of Jane's Addiction, formerly of the Chili Peppers. And... Uh, Taylor Taylor Hawkins was drumming yeah, that. Yeah. What what they sing? Which song was that? I thought it was Man in the Box. Okay. Yeah. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's Man in the Box. Corn was on there. They did a uh, version of Wood. I really like Corn. Yeah, I love Corn. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> well, you getting into I, it now. Man? I've been digging it more and more lately. Uh, I, it's always the Freak on the Leash album that I go to, right? Like I'm. But that, I like having... Alice in Chains at one point was that for me. It was a band where I would listen to Dirt all the time. And I would listen to Dry Flies all the time. I liked Man in the Box. I wasn't as familiar with the other songs on this album. But like I like having those bands where I just listen to one or two albums. I get super attached to them. And then, you know, uh, my music taste is always good and all over the place, right? Like, it changes... And then I'll go back after and I'll get into it again, but then I'll extend it. You know what I mean? I'll listen to a new album, and that's like that's how Facelift went into my repertoire and, and it became something I fell in love with. Not just Man in the Box, the big hit, yeah. but the album as a whole. You know. And then after that, of course, get into the self-titled or Tripod or the Three-Legged Dog album, however you want to call it. Yeah. I do fucking, uh, it's crazy to listen to their albums too, because I find their styles, not styles, sorry, but like their sound switches from albums, you know? Like oh. The first album's very like, bang, like fucking, you know, yeah. heavy, but then Dirt kind of 
goes a little, well, dirtier. Dirty. <laughs> it's like a little more fucking sludgy. But in between that is uh, Sap. Yeah. Sap was released in between, and it's a, it's a, I guess it's a five song with the hidden, the hidden track on it. I guess, um, it's a five song EP of acoustic music. And some great songs. They got this song, and it, when it looks at the title of the artist, it says Alice in Mud Garden, and what it is is it's uh, Lane singing. Mark Arm from Mud Honey singing, and uh, Chris Cornell from Soundgarden. So it's Mud Honey, Soundgarden, Alice, and they make Alice and Mud Garden. Plus, and, have, and plus Jerry singing too. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we also have Miss Ann uh, no, uh, like Wilson there. Yeah. From Heart. She's yeah. singing on the whole album. She sings on every track. Except she, on uh, everyone? Okay, everyone but Got Me Wrong. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the Heart Sisters famously uh, are from Seattle also. And they were a big part in those guys coming up, you know? Well, yeah, they, they were very vocal about people seeing them and hearing what was happening there. Um, they, well, I mean, okay, is it Nancy that plays guitar? Yeah. Okay, well, Nancy um, was married to Cameron Crowe, the famous uh, film producer. He did movies like Almost Famous, which is a great music film if you haven't seen it. Um, but they did uh, the movie Singles, which features Alice in Chains. Yeah. You know, it also features uh, Eddie Vedder and Jeff Ament and I believe uh, Stone. Yeah. Most of Pearl Jam. I, I think it was like Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, and uh, Alice. I think they all Doesn't make. Mother Love Bone have a song on there. Mother Love Bone might, but they were Pearl Jam by that time. Yeah. Eddie had already passed. True. Yeah. True. But I've never seen that movie. I want to watch it just because that. It's like, not the soundtrack. The, it's weird. It's not the greatest movie, but when you see faces like that, you get excited. Well, like, don't they have a cameo with one of the songs in? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I ain't it like that. It ain't. It ain't like that. Ain't. Yeah, they're playing it at a concert and people are there, and like the Pearl Jam guys are there, and the, it was weird. Like Eddie Vedder's like the drummer in it. The band's called Citizen Dick. <laughs> it's a, it's a, I don't know. Like I said, it's I've not, it's not it. my favorite movie, but I like to watch it just to see those guys. It's a rom com, eh? Yeah. yeah. I watched the trailer. It looks like a typical '90s rom com thing, but um, yeah, we kind of jumped the gun. I didn't even mention my cool fucking beer I got. Dude, you're gonna have to post a picture of this can after. Yeah, I, I definitely will. It's called Old School IPA, and it's got a skateboarding kitty. Skateboarding kitty. A skateboarding kid. Bubbles kitty. would love that shit. Yeah, he would. He'd, He'd be would. like, that's a real good fucking business thing right there you got going there. Eh? <laughs> 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 fucking accurate. 7% alcohol, so it's not bad. And he's drinking a Budweiser. Budweiser. Keep it uh, simple. Nothing wrong with simple. A couple so, tall boys, too, going. This might be a long podcast. Oh, well, we, we might be doing another episode today, too. We might pump a few out today. They're not all going to be released today. Um, You know, it was something that weighed heavy on our mind, the fact that we started a podcast and, you know, we let it get away from us. Some of it was out of our control and some of it was in it. And uh, Yeah, we procrastinated quite a bit. Coming back now... We feel pretty confident, and that's we're just we, we're happy. We're we're doing these episodes. We're I be- something to do. Yeah, 
I think our release days are going to stick to Monday and Friday for now. Um, we'll if it changes, we'll let you know. But we're going to load up on a few episodes just in case we can't always be recording. We'll always have something aside to release for you. Yeah, on we're those thinking days. ahead now. We're not fucking thinking 20 steps behind with a shitty gaming headset mic. We're actually got a professional Amazon mic. Well, it's not an Amazon mic. So <laughs> but... but <laughs> It's from Amazon, uh, you know, great fucking purchase, and now we're just rocking out podcasts. Um, facelift. So yeah, we're listening to Alice in Chains Facelift, 1990. 1990, a great year for music, but an awesome year for Alice. Yeah, that was the start of something special. Something that we haven't had to deal with um, so far is yeah. the fact that this is uh, one of those new 180 gram records, and the thing is, is... They're putting like three or four songs on each side. So there's two records, which means there will be three flips. Yeah, three. A flip of one record, then a flip to a whole different record, and then a flip of that. We got four sides for you. And uh, we're just going to get right into the side two. Side B. No jingle right now. But we might have something for you. Jingle later. Between the next album. (laughs) fell um yeah no i i like the sound of the, the that's the one thing with the 180 grams though um they're kind of like it's not a pain in the ass to flip a record because it'll never be a pain in the ass to flip a vinyl record but well it's just kind it of is when you're drunk something. yeah like when or you're, you're drunk, on mushrooms and you're trying <laughs> to go through a trip and you have to keep getting up to fucking flip the record and you're like oh man <laughs> yeah it, it takes away from uh, the, the, the when you got four sides uh, for an album that should be only two sides it's kind of like uh, but it's, it's but worth it the sound is incredible honestly like it sounds great but, well not at this level but when it's loud it sounds fucking phenomenal um but yeah this is their debut album 1990 uh, they had four big hits off well four singles uh, Man in the Box, We Die Young, which was the first song. So the first and second song are hits right there. Sea of Sorrow. Uh, well, that's the, basically all the singles are the first four songs of the album. So. And speaking of this you... single, which is Bleed the Freak, um, I was fucking super lucky. I got to see Alice in Chains uh, a couple years ago. Uh, two years, I believe it'll be in April, actually. Two years in April. And, uh, man, this is what they opened the show with. They opened it up with uh, Bleed the Freak. And I remember just standing there in anticipation, man, freaking. I got there early, and, like, it was at the M. Telus in Montreal, so, like, I'm fucking nuts for that shit. I'm, like, standing in the back as close to the bus as possible. Like, you're not even allowed to be that close and I got, you know, I got my dirt shirt on. I got my long hair, you know, just tried to look natural. Like, please don't make me leave. Uh, <laughs> and, like, uh, so, and they're waiting. And, uh, well, William, who's in the band now, I'm. we'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, Lane's no longer with us, but, like I said, we'll get yeah. into that later. William is the front man of Alice in Chains, and he came outside and he had to go into the tour bus. And I'm there. I'm like, William, can I talk to you for a minute? Like, can, we, can I get a picture? Like, what's up? And he, he was just, he was honest. He, he said, look, uh, 
kind of in my head right now before the show. I'm I gotta eat something and I gotta get back in there and like go over the set list. Yeah. And he's all like, but. If I catch you after the show, I promise you, I'll take a moment to talk and have a picture. And I was like, alright, right on, appreciate it. And, like, I waited there, like, so close to when the show was starting. And, like, at that point, like, the show was happening. I'm like, these guys probably ain't coming back outside. I, I, wanted, to, I wanted to see the opening act. Yeah. It was City in Color. Uh, City of Color or something. He was at the... He was at Mopop. He... He does the soft vocals for Alexis on Fire. Okay. City okay. of Color, City on Color. I don't know. It's an acoustic act. He, he joined the band at one point, but the concert just fucking was so awesome, dude. It was like <laughs> yeah. a headbang like I never headbanged before. I was feeling it like a... Oh, man. Yeah, that's and, uh, a regret for me. Well, there's still the opportunity oh, of yeah, them coming back. There'll be more albums. But the one thing I want to say about William is right after that show, when it was over and done, I fucking went outside and I ran right back to that bus and I waited right there. And uh, Mike didn't take pictures, but he waved like uh, he said hello to everyone. He got on. Sean come out. Uh, Sean Kinney on drums comes out, you know, talks to me, shakes my hand. We get a picture. I'm wearing a, my dirt shirt. He's saying like, awesome. And, uh, and then William came out and they were on a rush like the bus was leaving and there were so many of us out there and he came up to me and only me Cause he, to he spoke to me for a moment we got a picture together he didn't take a picture with anyone else and when people were complaining he said look he was there before the show and he waited and I told him yeah. I would come and talk to him and take that picture and he did he was a man of his word and yeah. I, I respect that well, you know, I don't have any problems with William. I know a lot of people say it's not Alice without Wayne. Fuck them. But, I mean, true, if you think about it, it's not Alice without Mike Starr either, because he was on the first two albums. Yeah. So, all these people who say, oh, it's not fucking Alice and Change with uh, William. Well, it's <coughs> Mike Arnaz is only there for an album, two, uh, an EP well, two. and an album yeah. with uh, Lane. So, I mean, technically, he's done more with William than Lane. So. And that's right after coming off uh, doing No More Tears yeah. with Ozzy. Yeah, that's fucking... That's dope. I didn't even know that he was on that shit. Man. Really? He was so young. Mike Inez literally was like a young kid playing bass, you know, thought he was pretty good. Heard that there was an audition for the bass, right? I listened to him on Dean Del Rey's podcast and... Uh, and he's like, fuck it, I'm gonna go try it out. And he goes and he plays a couple tunes. And they're like, fuck, not bad. Uh, we'll leave your name and number and we'll call you back for like the second trial or yeah. whatever. He's like, fuck. And he worked his way down all these callbacks. And then he got it. And he was like working at some fucking store or something. Like, imagine being, going in and see your boss. Yeah, sorry, man, I quit. Oh, really? Why? Oh, I'm going on tour to play with Ozzy, and then we're going to make a fucking album. That's why. That's a sweet deal. Fuck. That's a sweet deal, man. Wow. But he is good, though. Like, from what he, what he's done with what I know, like, Alice, I haven't... I, no More Tears, I've never listened... I listened to the whole album. I don't even remember if I've listened oh, to the whole album. Oh, it's a fucking sick album. Probably have, but... He's a, well, you know my Live and Loud movie that we watched? He's the yeah. bass player on that. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, no. Fucking, uh, 
But, but the original bass player on this album that's spinning is Mike Starr. <laughs> so there's two different Mikes. Mike Starr left right after Dirt. Yeah, I, like tour had just started or the tour was yeah. almost done. And he, he just, he was done. And from what I understand, it was like, not really more like get out of the band. It was more his own choosing, right? Yeah, I believe he left on his own terms. Yeah, and they were okay with that and they, you know. And the thing is, is Alice did some shows opening for Ozzy the year prior or something. And, you know, Mike was a little bit younger than the guys in Ozzy. So on tour, when he met Alice, he really hit it off with those guys. And, and like, I remember Jerry saying, like, when when Mike Starr left and they were going to make a call, like, the first name that they thought of was Mike Inez because he had already hung out with the band. Mm-hmm. And he had already kind of, like, fit in with what their style was and how they did things. And I don't know. It was probably an easier It was an easy transition, did. yeah. And, uh, I mean, even now, like, when I see Mike with them, like, that's who I expected to see. Yeah. Well, especially you know? the Unplugged there, the live uh, video, it's with uh, Mike Ines. So I, yeah. I've watched that fucking show so many goddamn times, I'm used to seeing the face now. Um, so this is the song Love Hate Love. Uh, so Lane had a fucking well, he had he, he had a shitty fucking end. Yeah. Uh, he had a rough couple years there later on. Heroin, man. But it really got kicked off when his uh, memory, his girlfriend, tragically died, a heroin overdose. Uh, but this song was written ninety. 89, 90. So were they dating? Yeah. Uh, this, so uh, it's this. Is yeah. Well, song. she's on the cover of Dirt. Yeah. So and well, I, I I don't know exactly how their relationship went. I don't no, know I when heard... they started dating and when they or when it ended or if they were still together when it ended. I believe they were. Yeah. Um, I know that she had demons, he had demons, and uh, it was kind of toxic, but kind of what. I don't know. It's what they wanted, you know. Yeah. And like, man, the photos that you see of them together—they're so happy. Like, Lane is so happy in those photos. And you know, anyways, yeah. He—that's basically when she passes. When his downhill spiral started. We'll get more in depth into Lane's passing throughout the millions of albums that have Lane on them. <laughs> millions. I wish there was millions. But if those yeah, vocals were uh, around forever, I'd be so happy. But uh. Ah, well, since we're talking about Lane, we, we, Lane was in a group before Alice and Chains called yeah. Alice, Alice and Chains, and Chains. <laughs> kind of like Guns and Roses, and it was glam. Yeah, it was glam metal uh, or something. There. Look up some pictures of these guys in the late '80s. Mm, Their hair fuck. is fucking ah. Uh, Lane had done right up. The makeup, all the words. Well, that was the time, right? I mean, it just fit with the time. Yeah. He was also in a band called Sleaze. Yeah, I've listened to Sleaze, and that was like, yeah. it's kind of cool to hear Lane in different fucking. He's going for something completely different yeah. than what Alice is, so it's definitely cool. But at at that same time, uh, like Jerry had came in in the beginning, right? And uh, Lane was working at a fucking music store or something, or or vice versa. I'm pretty sure that's how it was, though. 
And and Jerry met Lane at like a party or something. He, he had seen him play a couple shows with his band. He liked him. And when they met, Jerry was homeless. And within like half an hour of talking, Lane's all like, oh man, just come live with me, dude. Just come live with me. It's cool. Doesn't even know the guy half an hour. But what had happened is Jerry is now getting this band together with Mike and Sean. And, uh, you know, Lane would play with them occasionally, but he's also in this other band. And they're working at this studio, right? And, yeah. and like, the other band, with Jerry, Sean, and Mike, they're auditioning these singers. And they're just lousy singers. They don't fit in with the band. They're not how, uh, how these guys are envisioning, like, what the band is going to look like. And uh, Lane would be in the other room with his band, and just hearing it like ah oh, fuck and then it got to the point where they were just getting these bad singers just to guilt Lane into joining the band with them and uh, it eventually worked <laughs> well, out yeah. you know it worked out they kept the favorite. name and they changed the N to in and Alice N Chains became Alice in Chains yeah and and there we have it <laughs> that's the hit. fucking fuck that's yeah. such a f- crazy formation story to like, like basically not bribe him in there, but like, hey, listen to all these shitty guys that are gonna be with us, and Lane was probably in that room like, God, fuck, they, that guy fucking sucks. Oh, it's. I think it worked out for the best. Glam oh, yeah. was on its way out anyways. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't think have, that. If I mean, he didn't, I don't think it would have uh, been as successful for the boys. Either, oh, either, either way. Yeah, uh, maybe. Who knows? Jerry is a great songwriter. He wrote majority of the songs on this. Yeah. So like, he, he probably would have done music, just not to the mainstream level that we know it as. Yeah. Out of the twelve, uh, Lane wrote one. Or no, Lane wrote four, yeah. and then him and Jerry wrote one together. They wrote. Uh, yeah, they wrote "Man in the Box." Uh, no, Lane sorry. wrote "Man in the Box." I think that they wrote together. I, I can't, can't remember. remember. Yeah. <laughs> I, I couldn't remember, but now I can remember. And the song is I Can't Remember. They yeah. wrote uh, that together. And then Jerry wrote the other the other uh, six songs by himself. Or seven. I don't know. I can't fucking count. <laughs> love, hate, love. But, um... Oh, this album's awesome. Yeah. No, me, like... Me and Brad have been in these draws lately where we're, like, oh. trying to win a facelift live album, and there's... I'm 30... I think there's 3,500 of them, like, total, right? We've been in four, I think. <laughs> four of them, and we just keep getting fucked! Yeah. And, like... Royally fucked. They're in the States, too, and we're in Canada, and we gotta pay, like, PayPal fees, and then the fucking exchange rate, and... Yeah, the exchange rate's what fucking... It's dirty. Kills me. It's dirty. These people are buying, like, five, six spots, and we're getting, like, three for the same <laughs> price. Maybe. It's like, fuck! <laughs> but, you know, there's some awesome people in that group. And, and you so. know, three or four... Well, no. Twice, in a, like, the first two times I entered the, the facelift live drafts... Uh, drafts. Fuck, drafts. raffles, sorry. Um, was... I, I went out, like, third, like, both times, and I was like, fuck! 
And then another <laughs> one came out. I went out like fourth, and I was like, Jesus, like I'm so close to the end. Like, can I just fucking get uh, it? Ah, dude, I did one in like. Oh, well, the last one I was in, I only had one spot. Uh, someone got me a spot in it. I, I was having a rough time, and uh, someone bought me a spot, and I was like, fuck. Imagine, you know, <laughs> someone just buys you a spot, you can't even afford it, and, they, and then you win. And then they're like, oh, the raffle's starting. I'm pumped. Sit down, you know, <laughs> looking at the screen. Boom! Pulled. First, first <laughs> fucking ball out, man. It's me. I'm like, fuck sakes. Yeah, that's uh, but no, shitty fucking luck. But a really cool group, lots of cool yeah. people. Um, if you're into records, uh, check out Off Rand Vinyl. It's yeah. a Facebook group. They uh, they do some great fucking... Uh, lots of great people great, on there doing great lots people of cool doing, things. Yeah, um, yeah. They, Chris, he yeah. helped me out getting a, uh, a Pearl Jam Unplugged. Yeah, that's... The record store day that I'd wanted forever and ever and ever. I have one now and... I'm sure we could do that in a podcast. Yeah, we and probably will. We're going to do a we lot of We can do an out. Unplugged series, right? Like, Oh, we should do all the Unplugged. I got three out of ST? four. No, I don't have the Stone uh, Temple Pilots, but I'll, I'll get it eventually. Um, Yeah, we. Yeah. well, the first, uh, first actual jingle break is now. Here's a little, little jingle. <laughs> you want to hear a little jingle? <laughs> well, yeah, anyway, side two is coming at you right now. You are waiting on the next side. Yeah, waiting on the next side. You are Did you like our jingle? Yes! Look at us. Side C already. It feels like we only started this like 30 minutes ago. Because we started this 30 minutes ago. Yeah, 30 minutes right on the dot. Man, these guys, these go by so goddamn quick. Then look at Don't the time. use the Lord's name in vain. Oh, sorry, you're right. Out of our five listeners, one of them maybe a Christian hey that's true so yeah 19 19 plays on the blind melon that's fucking cool and then thanks y'all we got five on Eagles but that came out uh, that came out Friday so we'll give it give it in their time but this comes out Monday so we're gonna have episodes out people have a choice of what they want to listen to you don't have to this listen this isn't every... coming out on Monday this is coming out on Friday I believe hmm but, it, like I right, said, it's yeah. subject to change. You could hear this on a Monday or a Friday. So, happy Monday. Sorry about your shitty week that's about to start. Uh, or, happy Friday. <laughs> yeah, Congratulations on the end of your shitty week. Or, maybe, good week. But, um, yeah. We're still we're still doing facelift, guy. That we are. Um, so, facelift, I guess... Well, it's obviously not the best. Well, it's a great album, chart-wise. But, like... <laughs> it wasn't well, their, it could be their, the best of some people. Top selling. I, I think it's awesome. It's probably because that's hard. What, what do you I think like their new the, albums too. Yeah, don't but even. What do you ask think? Their their best uh, best the best selling best selling album. I would I would I would say Dirt. Yeah, 
Because Jar of Flies is the second best selling EP of all time. Yeah, it is. Or it is the best selling EP of all time. Okay. It's one of those two. But you asked me what the best selling album was. Well, I suppose, <laughs> but like. I don't know. To me, seller. Dirt has the bigger songs. It has yeah. Brewster. It has no, Wood. Yeah. It has Down the Hole. It has Damn That River. It has fucking the everything. Bones. Them Bones. Oh. To the I fucking love Allison Chains. I love Dirt. Uh, we're gonna. Oh, I love dirt. Dirt's coming <laughs> soon. Don't worry. It'll come. But you know, if we do this podcast for a couple of years, we're gonna have like, like just the fucking Engelbert Upperdinks and Barbra Streisand to listen what? to later on. <laughs> well, like you, you were mentioning to me earlier, we should just grab albums that we don't even know. Yeah, if we well, like it, we'll yeah. talk about what we like about it, what stands out to us, and if we don't, we'll just talk shit about it. There's some albums in my collection that I've only listened to once or twice, and I still barely know it, so it'd be kind of cool to listen back to it, you know. Um, so this album peaked at number 42 on the Billboard 200 chart. That's it? Yeah, and was certified plat- platinum, and has uh, gone so it's a platinum on... song record. It's certified to be double now. Oh. Double platinum. Well, probably because all these new sales, eh? Yeah. Speaking of new sales, with the vinyl release, there was an alternate option. Um, you could you could get the 30th year anniversary box set. You know, it comes with the record. Uh, I believe it's on picture disc, vinyl mat, a nice little cassette. Yeah. Uh, there's a pass. Th- there's a bunch of cool stuff in there, and uh, I'm fucking getting one. <laughs> When I get it, when it comes in the mail, I'll definitely, uh, I'll post a picture of it. Um, my fucking brother, shout out to Darren, he's in Florida, working the rodeos. Um, he fucking, like, I don't know, I mentioned I wanted it and we're at a record store and he's like, where is it? I'm like, no, dude, like, you can't buy it here, you gotta pre-order it, I'm not gonna be able to get it, it's fucking expensive. And the guy just, like, orders it right in front of me for I was like, what the fuck? And it, that was fucking awesome. So thanks, man. Yeah. I fucking, it's one of the coolest things someone's gotten for me, you know? Oh, so. it's fucking, I'm jealous, honestly, to be honest. <laughs> I'd fucking would love to have a copy of that, but. And that's what the best part is, is like, people I know are jealous. Because <laughs> the, the damn fucking exchange rate's what fucking, really fucking, it's an extra hundred bucks. It's $150 the box set in the States. And then if you were to buy it here, it comes out to two fifty ish, two sixty ish almost. I'm not exactly sure, but it's in like, that ballpark. That's it's definitely it was out of my price range at yeah. that moment and especially, you know, when I'm only making the <laughs> Just came out pay. too, it came out on the twenty ninth. Yeah. Apparently now it says fucking April third or some shit. That better be a lie. Unless better that's be the a other lie. shipment. Maybe yeah. there's two Two shipments. Maybe, maybe they did a thousand and a thousand, or two and two. I'm, I'm not sure, but uh, I'm fucking excited. Yeah, I'm anxious to see what's all inside. You, well, well, you got a recent, another box set recently that I was really ah. happy with. But I don't think we should mention the name because we're gonna do that as a podcast for sure. Well, we don't have to mention the name, but I fucking looked at this pod, uh, this uh, box set. Since the store opened up, and I, I can't believe I, like, I, I let it sit there for like three years, and one day it was like, no more. No, nope. mind. Yep. Well, sold, sold my truck, yeah, sold, sold the, truck, the yeah. truck, got that money, and I drove right to the fucking record store. Hey, 
not many other places I'd want to go with a lot of money. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Um, just uh, go singles for the singles man in the box. They only went. It only went up to eighteen. Oh yeah. Yeah. And Sea of Sorrow was twenty-seven. So I guess well nineteen, but that was in nineteen ninety-one. Did the other singles chart? No. No. Wow. Monotonous thing. But in twenty twenty-one, uh, in Italy for some weird reason, uh, it was number two. What? It ain't like that. No facelift. Facelift? Yeah. In probably what year? Twenty twenty-one. Uh, oh. So probably the the new release or something. Like this new release. Yeah. Like re-release, sorry. Something we always talk about, too, in our podcast lately is our favorite songs. Yeah. Mine happens yeah. to be on right now. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> this is song. We didn't tell each other our favorite songs, and we're like, okay. well, mine's on side three. Oh, me too. Oh. <laughs> Who yeah. don't say it till the podcast recording? And, uh, well, there you go. Sunshine. To me, this is the fucking best song on the album. I think it's, like, I love it yeah. when Jerry and Lane harmonize on the sunshine. Well, I love that. Dun, 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 sunshine. Oh, yeah, just, uh, I just love the... It's so good. And Sunshine is the name of Jerry's three-legged dog, um, who is pictured on uh, the three-legged dog album. And That's I, a, myself... Uh, uh, have a three-legged sunshine. His name's Lemmy, named after the Lemmy Killmeister. No better the Lemmy. The fucking handsomest fucking... Well, he the better Lemmy dog. is my Lemmy. No offense, Lemmy, but my <laughs> Lemmy's better. Um, my Lemmy's better than your Lemmy. <laughs> he's a fucking three-legged beast. The cutest fucking dog I've ever seen and the most loving. Uh, so he me and Jerry both... Have he? I'm sure his dog's not alive anymore because no. this is in the 90s. But I love that shit. That's cool. I have a three-legged dog shirt, the, the Alice one. I have a dirt shirt. <laughs> you should get a, a I have the shirt tour in shirt the style. Yeah. Put it yellow and don't put Lemmy instead. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be um, dope. I also like the song "Real Thing," the last song. Yeah. Like, that, like that's a. Really I've always been a big fan of "Sea of Sorrow" too. Yeah. I mean, the whole album, honestly, after a couple of listens, you get into it. I'm like, I like every, like, I love I like the song. whole album. To me, it's a start-to-finish album. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of those uh, start-to-finish albums. Well, honestly, when you own records, there's no other way. Like, honestly, this is episode five, and as far as I'm concerned, all we've done is start-to-finish albums so far. Yeah. Yeah, honestly. I mean, every album. There might be some albums where it's like there's a song on there that's kind of a... Uh, well, not, uh... Yeah, there's always a, a, like, a filler. Yeah, sometimes there's filler tracks. But, I mean, so far there hasn't been any filler tracks. Uh, there's not, not usually a lot of filler tracks on, on albums that I get really into. You know, and this is definitely one of those albums that... Yeah. Well, I, this is... When I first got it, man, and woo! Ugh. Turned it up. Turned it up. No fucking... No other way to listen to. I Alice got Jones. mine as a gift uh, for Christmas. Um, I got a little bit early, and uh, I was so excited. And I was playing it, <laughs> and I went to flip it, and I dropped it, and I fucking scratched it. I had to get a replacement right away. Um, but I still had the other one. And I just 
why I traded it with Louie, yeah. who uh, featured on the Eagles podcast. And because uh, it, like, I played it again after, and honestly, it, it, it played through fine. But I'm a, I'm a prima donna when it comes to my <laughs> albums. Oh no, I scratched it. I need a new one. Yeah. And, uh, well, it's just a satisfaction. You know, it up in there, right? luckily, it was cool though, because like Louis, it gotten into Alice and Chains yep. recently too. Yeah. And like, that's a sick album to have in a, a collection, especially his that, like, he admitted it wouldn't be as big as ours or. Our collections are like is buried, right? So you get to add something really cool with that. Listen to the Eagles podcast, yo. It was awesome. It was great to have Louie on there. Yeah. Listen to all of them. Listen to this one. And uh, listen to this one when you're done listening to this one. <laughs> um. Uh. So, I'm reading a thing here from Sean Kinney. He claims to have almost not been able to play on this album. Yeah, he had a broken arm. Yeah. <laughs> that was Greg Gilmore from Mother Love Bone. He was in there rehearsing, I guess. That's what I just... Yeah, read. but then he said something like, the idea of not being on the first album just made him play through the pain. Yeah, he said, pull the plug, this is not the same. <laughs> it's not going to be the same. And so... They took a bit of time off, and the cast came off. That's cool, though. I didn't know that he had a fucking yeah. broken arm. Yeah, I heard that before. That's one of my fears as a drummer is to break my arm or, like, really fucking permanently damage my arms because, like, fuck. Like, I, it's doable to play drums after you lose an arm. Like well, Rick, Rick Allen. Allen, yeah. That's and, uh, some, uh, some drummers I've seen, they don't even, like... <laughs> I mean, I don't... They don't have arms. Like, they have, like, you know... the they have the stick, like attached, me- mechanically it. attached, or something like that, and it's uh, it's doable. That's insane. You gotta le- relearn everything, and, man. Luckily for Sean, he didn't lose his arm; he just broke it. Yeah, it just like how did he break it? Was it like a motorcycle thing? Or? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, he doesn't remember. He doesn't remember. <laughs> he might not. I don't know. It doesn't say. Um. Yeah, fucking facelift. Love it. I love it. Ugh, it's one of those things that I'm, I'm just gonna love forever and play forever. Oh, look at that. Another side. Another side done. It, it, the 180 is nice, but I don't know. I personally wish that uh, I could just get one record. The one cool thing, though, is when they're colored. And, like, yeah. they're two different colors or something. Then it's kind of like, all right, all right. Like, I'll take it like that there. But uh, most of the time, just fucking put it on one record, please. <laughs> <laughs> please. Well, it's crazy. Um, sorry. Um, it's crazy. Like, some of the fucking older records we have, they're so thin. So yeah. So goddamn thin. Especially the imports. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And, That's... like, it's just... But... You don't notice the sound difference unless you compare it to... Yeah, but I mean, I got albums that sound, uh, to me, just as good. Yeah, single-sided. Definitely. Not single-sided. Well, not sided, yeah, double-sided, single-record. Single record. I did that. <laughs> I know, you did that the other day, that was funny. Well, it's cool now, especially with the etching technology and like the, like the different uh, things you could do. With it back then, uh, well, we have 
you have a copy of it too. Johnny Winter is, uh, what's it called? Second Winter? Okay, yeah, when yeah. It's just like blank. Like, it's just a blank. Yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing. So it's kind of like, oh, okay, well. But, you know, at least with the <clears throat> the, the Jar of Flies there, the, they have three, two records. Yeah, three sided. Sap. And then the Alice in Chains logo. I have a, a bad motor finger like that from Soundgarden. Don't you have Core too? Yeah, cores like that too. Oh yeah, that's dope. <laughs> See, that's kind of it's what the happens. cover. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, I love the cover. This song. Oh. Yeah, the cover's really cover. fucking cool on this album. Uh, I don't know what, what the fuck they would call that. <laughs> no clue. But they uh, they did these weird style photos of all the guys in the member mm-hmm. or in the fucking G Josh in the in the group. And like, uh, I, I believe the one they used is Sean. I think that's what I, I remember hearing. But in the box set, they, they have each each uh, individual photo that's like this. I thought that was, oh, I think it was Jerry, that one, though. I don't know. I'm sticking with... It's too with... fucking messed up to see it anyways. But it's cool in the box set. Don't they have some uh, photos of like other outtakes of that? Yeah, exactly. Like, they have and... some outtakes. And they have... Uh, I don't know. I can't wait to open that box. Yeah, just it's looking gonna at everything. Like Christmas morning in, in a box. <laughs> <laughs> Tape, cassette, and everything like that. I'm right around. We were talking about the Facelift Live uh, album that we were bidding on. There's actually a, a movie. It's a recorded show. Oh, yeah. Uh, we just watched it recently. Yeah. Co- like a month or so ago. Watched a couple versions of it. And, uh. On Quello. It was so fucking. It was awesome. No, that was the Mad Season. Mm. But was, they're both at the oh, same nice. place. And it's at the famous uh, The Moor in uh, Seattle. Bucket list. Yeah. That, bucket I need list. to see a show yeah. there. I need to see something. Play there. Step inside there. See a show there. Either way, I just want to go there. Uh, I yeah, want to go to Seattle. Seattle's uh, on my bucket list. Yeah, I got to see, like, you know, the mother love. I like the Seahawks the just because they're Seattle. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, they're, they're the Seattle fucking... Uh, the Kraken yeah, coming to NHL. Yeah, I'm gonna cheer that anyways. They should just cool. play Alice in Chains every time there's a commercial break. Every every single song from Alice. Like, yeah. Or, well, all maybe not Alice, but just Seattle Grunge. Just no, just Alice. Oh, okay. Not even Pearl Jam. Uh, uh, why you gotta do me like <laughs> that? Ah. Uh, <laughs> damn it. It's a beautiful sunny day. It's a beautiful sunny day here. Lennoxville, Quebec. Lennox, Vegas. Yeah, Len Vegas. It's not really like Vegas anymore, though. No, one fucking bar. <laughs> well, two if you count the on-campus one. But, I mean, they're not even open right now. Nothing open. Fuck We're sitting COVID. here bored as fuck, making podcasts. Well, I'm not bored when I make podcasts. Yeah, true, I, guess so. I enjoy it. How do you chart... Never mind. <laughs> That's a topic for later. That was us. Yeah. Now, the, the fact that they finally released this on vinyl is great, but the fact that they haven't re-released the self-titled, um, I, it sucks. M- mainly because, like, like, I'm missing that, and I'm missing Black Gives Way to Blue, and, like, I ordered that at the record store. You were with me, right? Like, months ago. I'm waiting on that. Everything closed down. Um, so closed hopefully down. they'll Re-open. get it soon. But, like, that's the only one I don't have, and my options are pretty slim like you can get unofficial prints but 
don't You're looking at a hundred bucks. Yeah, and like, you don't even know if it sounds... I heard they good. sound good, but yeah. I mean, the fact is, like... I don't know. It's not It's not the same. I want something, like, new. Mm. Well, I think it's coming, though. Like, I think when it uh, hits 30, like this one, I think they might re-release it in 2025. Yeah. 2025! That's so fucking long. That's in four years now, and I don't, I don't know. Like, don't make me wait four years. You know what I mean? You just released this one. Everything else has been re-released that's from the 90s. Like, it would be the perfect time to put out Why Facelift didn't... and the self-title. Why didn't they release the self-title? It would have been 25 years. It would have been, yeah, exactly. They could have did 30 and yeah, 25. That that's what made... everyone thought was going to happen. And Maybe that... they got other plans. Maybe they're not going to release it. It's uh, I hope they fucking release it. I mean, Heaven Beside You is one of the coolest songs. Well, that I love Sludge Factory and Sl Frogs. Uh, like those two there. That's a fucking dark album. Well, it's a dark period of, for the whole band. Well, maybe not the whole band. Well, the whole. Well, band. pretty much the whole band. When you got other your best friends dealing with shit like that. And yeah. When the end's in sight, it's never a feel-good moment if it's not meant to be the end at that time. That's like, I, I was thinking not too long ago, you know, it's kind of disgusting to think that all those drug dealers who were dealing back then are probably still living off those guys' money. What? Like the drug dealers who were selling to, like, to, to the guys, like all the guys who, you know, died in the 90s there. Yeah, I don't know. They, you think they, I think they're still probably living off some of it. Maybe. They blew it all and fucking screwed up. I don't know. They were kind of slumming it for a while. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. It's hard to tell. I'm, I'm sure quite a few of them are dead too, honestly. Yeah, they probably got, or in prison. Yeah. True. No, it's just like, I hope that's not the case, though, that some of these drug Well, look, uh, we both like, uh, we both are big fans of Joey Coco Diaz, Uncle yeah. Joey. Uh, and he like talks him. about. Uh, being offered to go into uh, some apartment, some shitty apartment with her and this drug dealer to go shoot up with Elaine Staley of Alice in Chains and he was like fuck, I don't want to see Elaine Staley all fucked up on heroin <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with you motherfuckers you fucking cocksucker <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, he's good he, he's good yeah. I feel like I'm late into all these uh because Joey got into him and then he, his podcast, like his main one, stopped. And I get into, you know, Joe Rogan so far fucking... Yeah, I, I, I want to I want to listen to every single episode he's released, but that's a thousand some odd episodes. So. Yeah, I just start out the ones with the people that really stand out to me that I want to know about. Yeah. I mean, the fact that, the like, Joe is a good example. Joe Rogan is, like, uh, he'll have a bunch of people that that talk about a bunch of good things and all different too you know like it's, I mean he had uh, Travis Barker on there from Blink 182 mm -hmm. and he was talking about like his uh, his plane crash and he got like bad burns and shit from it I don't know if you know about that but no. he was playing with Blink 182 like six months after that or some shit less than a year anyways and Damn. fucking insane like so there's cool music shit. He had like a, he had a, 
uh, Joe Perry of Aerosmith. He he had Paul Stanley. Like he's had some fucking awesome people. James Hetfield. Mm-hmm. Him and James Hetfield, Metallica, and half the podcast they talked about bees. 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 <laughs> it was weird, but it was interesting, and like I like that kind of shit. Yeah, I mean, you get to you get an insight at uh, these people's. Like James Hetfield goes out and rocks stadiums, man, all the time. Just just killing it. And then when he's done and he's he gets to go home and do what he does by himself, he goes and he, he like has his own bees. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> That's if I, cool. Hey, if I had all the fucking money in the world, I'd be doing a lot of cool things. Like I'd be fucking, you know, giving a charity. <laughs> giving <laughs> making, a charity. Making bees. Not making bees. Making, making bee, bees. Beekeeping. That'd be a fun hobby. I wanna do some bonsai. One day, I want to, like, get a couple nice bonsai trees and do some yeah, bonsai like trees. Yeah, like there, buddy. Yeah. I looked up the set, <coughs> and they don't have them anymore. But, but um, yeah, this is real thing. I like this song, actually, a lot. Like, I really enjoy the... We're already there. at the last song. I know, these things go by fast. Well, 52 minutes. This is going to be a little longer. Yeah. But, I mean, what... I our, guess that's the... Sorry. Our first one was, what, now we're 18... Black Sabbath? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I know what... Uh, that was so long ago, we can't even remember. 57 was Blind Melon. <coughs> so that'll be in... Well, I guess it's that 180 part. gram there, you know. Um, oh, fucking Lane, eh? Uh, they're so good. That voice, <clears> they'll <throat> pierce your fucking soul. Ah. <laughs> One cool thing I like... Um, I always like reading it. It makes me chuckle. Butt Nugget Publishing there. <laughs> 19, like their, their copyright. Like, this is 1990. Butt Nugget. <laughs> Butt Nugget. I like it. That's dope. Butt Nugget Publishing. And then like, the other thing, the, the thank yous. All the thank yous are on there. The thank yous are on the other side, but it's another album with a thank you to Susan Silver on it. Yeah. Yeah, Susan Silver being the fucking their manager. manager. They say thank you to a couple cool people actually. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever use these the fucking vinyl? Uh, I don't know what I download? would use it on. Yeah, like I have all the songs on Spotify, so why do I need to a free MP3 download? <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Like it's nice. It's a good thought from the artist, but like I already got shit on Spotify. I think it. They give you that so you don't do it on Spotify, bud. So they actually know they got paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I bought the forty dollars. Piece of shit. I bought the forty dollars. Well, I didn't buy it actually. I got it as a gift for Christmas as well. But uh, yeah, no, the, like I guess, but I already bought it for forty bucks. So well, plus you have the CD. Yeah. Sorry, I bought you do, that. right? Yeah, RetroPop. Speaking of which, record stores are opening back up around here. Tomorrow. I'm pretty pumped. We are you have going? To... Well, maybe not tomorrow. I'm waiting for Wednesday so I can see Retro to post their new stuff. And if I can put something aside and just run in, get it, and then run out. And... Not look at anything else. Have your blinders on like a, like oh a horse thing. Here I go again. You know, this beer's not bad, actually. I'm not an IPA guy, man. Fuck that shit. Yeah, like, I, I like the can more than I like the beer. I can exactly. guarantee it. I, 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 I agree with you. I'm not a big fan of IPAs. 
I, I think the cat's only on there because it's it's piss. <laughs> I mean, old school IPA. Could be the, the old P school. P in IPA stands for piss. I don't know what the I and the A stands for, <laughs> but that P stands for piss. Well, I can't read French, but it, I don't see any piss here. It says something about Columbus Arm, Ar Amarillo and Centennial. That's the cat's name that peed in it. Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck IPA. Yeah, not my favorite, but you know what? It's a beer. It gets you a little drunk. Mm. Gets you a little pukey. Yeah, we should have some 1664 soon, yeah, I'm definitely down for those. Those are some fucking delicious beers. 1664. Honestly. They're one of my top five. Top five beers. Top, actually probably, they're number one. Sexual chocolate, baby! I love that. <laughs> like, how, who, who said that, anyways? Who says that at the end? I don't know. It might be Lane. Yeah? It sounds like Lane. Sexual but it's kind of like that. Didn't sound like Lane, no. what you did there did not sound like Lane no. at all. But uh, then again, no one else does sound like Lane, and uh, no one will ever sound like Lane, you know. Yeah, no, no one will ever sound like Lane. But that's it, we have successfully completed another podcast episode. Yep, that is the end. Um. We do not have a song to sing for you at the end of this episode. Yeah, Alice in Chains is too good for us to play. <laughs> yeah. Well, Blind Melon is too good for us to play too, but... Yeah. Uh, but Louis sang the shit out of the fucking one, uh, the Eagles Lion Eyes. Tune. Yeah, that was if you haven't one. listened to that, you want to hear Louis sing some sexy-ass tunes with Dylan and me playing box drum. Why not? Yeah. Check it out. We did a little bit of Lion Eyes for you, so go check it out. And on this episode, we're going to do nothing. You got to hear the best version of Alice that you're going to hear, so we're not even going to attempt it. Yeah, we wouldn't do a better version than them. This is DVD Grooves, and we're signing off. Peace. Peace.